Hey mamas, welcome to episode four of Lifestyle Tidbits. I'm Nicole, the mom's health coach. Today, I will provide you with four strategies to empower your daughter and your son too. I'm sure that we all want to raise emotionally resilient and empowered children. And here are the steps that I'm taking on a consistent basis to empower my daughter, Nia. Number one, speak affirming words. So words of affirmation are so important, especially in the early stages of a child's life, because that builds the foundation upon which they're going to talk to themselves. So speaking to your child in a positive manner, telling them they're beautiful and intelligent and that they are enough. Let me give you a little backstory. So I make Nia, which is my daughter, she's five years old. So I make Nia's lunches every day. And sometimes like I don't want to make her lunches. So one day I was just like, oh, I'm so tired of making her lunches because some days she'll eat one thing. Another day she doesn't like it. And I'm just like, enough already. So I said, you know, I don't want to approach making her lunch in a negative manner or feeling like it's something that I have to do, but I don't want to do because that's just negative energy. And I don't want to put that energy into her food that she's going to put into her body. So I found a way to make preparing her lunch more enjoyable. I started to write affirmations on her lunch, like on one of her little lunch containers. And I realized it just feels so good to create this, these empowering statements that I know she's going to read later on and it'll make her feel good. So it makes the preparation of her lunch just more exciting and something that I actually look forward to. And, you know, one day we were laying in bed together and we were about to go to sleep and One thing that I have been telling her consistently is that she is enough. A lot of the problems that I have dealt with as an adult, as a teenager, stemmed from me not believing that I was enough just the way I was, that I'd had to add something or take something away or that I had to be something that I'm not, you know, and it always came back to, I just didn't feel like I was good enough. I didn't feel like I was enough. So I got some great information from this podcast and the lady recommended that you write I am enough on your bathroom mirror and mirrors throughout your home and lipstick. And that is what I did in my bathroom. So every day Nia sees I am enough. So she sees that every day in and out, I am enough. I tell it to her when I write it on her little lunch container. Uh, She sees it in the mirror. So one night we were laying together and before, you know, we went to sleep, she looked me in my eyes rubbed my face and she said mom you are enough and I almost wanted to cry because I'm like she's really taking this in and this is just going to be a part of her vocabulary and it just feels so good to know that I'm passing this on to her and I looked at her and I said Nia you're enough too and it just it was such a great moment because it shows that she's listening and right now she may not understand the magnitude that 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 those words carry, but she is speaking that high level of, of frequency into her life from a young age and it's only going to empower her as she gets older. So yes, yeah, speak affirming words to your child. Even when you're upset or you're angry, be very aware of the words that come out of your mouth. 
I always look at words can be as sweet as honey and you always want to pour honey into those who you love. And when you feel like you can't pour honey into them, just be quiet or say, I need time for myself or I can't talk right now because I know what I'm going to say is not going to be received or I can't speak to you in the way that I want. So I'm just going to be quiet. Like take a time out if you need to, but Make sure you are very aware of the words that you that come out of your mouth because first of all, it holds energy. Words create, you know, words are our one of one way by which we can constantly create our reality. But also as a parent, you can create that reality for your child. So if you're spewing things or words of low frequency or words that are just not conducive to healthy living or healthy perception of self, then they're going to adopt that for their lives until they become aware of that and then they're able to make changes. So yes, number one, top of my list, speak affirming words. Number two, listen to your child. Listen to your child. And I mean like really listen. And I know especially as a single mom, sometimes it's really hard to just really just turn everything off and listen to Nia, you know? So I have to become very aware and say, no, I'm going to put the phone down. I'm going to close my computer. I'm going to listen to what she has to say. And it's so awesome because I learned so much about her when I just listen to her talk. Like she tells me about the little drama that she's having in kindergarten (laughs) with her little girlfriends and it cracks me up. But also, in those conversations, I'm able to just learn more about her and how she shows up in her life outside of our home. And it's just, it's really eye-opening. So make sure you're listening to your child so that you can get to know them. You know, they're people too. They're people here who carnated and into these bodies and they have their own they have their own like minds and and spirits and ways that they look at things and it's just so awesome so listen to your child it's a really great way to empower them and once you and that's something that I'm still working on but when you listen to your children it's like they believe they deserve to be listened to so Nia knows she deserves to be listened to because enough people in her life have listened to her so when you're not listening she'll be like what did I say? Because she know you wasn't listening and it's hilarious. Or she'll say, mommy, can you put your phone down? Listen to me. She will tell me. So it's like she expects that. Yes, you I deserve to be listened to. And that is such a pertinent. It's such a pertinent element of just living a healthy lifestyle and, and a healthy and empowering lifestyle. Because once again, that's something that I battled with feeling like, what I had to say wasn't valid or that or that it's okay that I'm not being listened to. You know, sometimes I would shrink my voice because I was scared of being heard because I didn't feel like I deserved to be heard. So being very aware of how you show up for your child and making sure that you set time aside to just listen to them and you can learn who they are. That's how you learn who people are is by listening to the words that come out of their mouth, you know. A lot of times there are disconnects in relationships because you begin to say, I don't know who this person is. And if you ever feel that happening, I invite you to sit with the question, have I listened to this person? Do I 
honestly listen, open my heart, open my mind and listen to this person with my whole being? And if the answer is no, that could be a part of why there's a disconnect. So yes, listening to your child is very important because it helps them to realize they deserve to be heard and that their voice matters. That's step number two. Number three, apologize when appropriate. So this one is has shown up for me so many times, especially in those moments when I was not extremely mindful of maybe my tone or how I was engaging with Nia. And I had to, I felt the need to apologize to her to let her know that I, as a mother, as an adult, that I fall short and that I am not always right. And I'm on the same journey that she is. I'm just a little further along, at least in this body I am. So apologize when you believe that you have done something wrong or you have responded in the way that was inappropriate or if you hurt their feelings you know apologize for just hurting their feelings like let them know that they deserve to be honored they deserve to be respected they are worthy of love and a part of loving someone is to acknowledge when you fall short and to acknowledge that when you are wrong so that so that the other person can take that energy and say okay I forgive and I can move on it is so important to apologize it also acknowledges that that they are that their feelings that their existence that they matter And when you can apologize for falling short and a big old adult can apologize, they're like, oh, wow, like I deserve even my mom apologizes when she's wrong. So I know that like in my relationships that when people aren't able to measure up or they fall short, that it's okay to apologize. And then also it'll show her that it's okay for her to apologize, too. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you um something wrong because you apologize this is that that was what had to take place at that moment and you were able to do it and you're big when you can apologize you know when you can genuinely apologize from a place of like from your heart that shows how big you truly are so yes apologize to your child I have done it so many times (laughs) but it's powerful and the last step is to give your child space to process their emotions in a positive way. So you want to raise, if you want to raise empowered children, I'm focusing on girls, but this can apply to boys and girls. If you want to raise empowered children, they need to be aware of their emotions. You know, we live in a society, I believe it's shifting. However, we live in a society that constantly negates the power of emotions and we live in a society that sometimes views emotions or showing emotions or feeling emotions as a sign of weakness however I come from the belief that emotions are vital and that emotions have intelligence and that you can Feel your emotions, let them flow through you, but you do not have to allow your actions to 
you don't you don't have to allow your emotions to dictate your actions. So yes, emotions are healthy and allowing your child to I first of all identify the emotion. So right now I see that you're angry and it's okay that you're angry. It's not okay that you throw that chair. It's not okay that you're like hitting me. You can't do that. But I understand that you're upset right now. So maybe you need to take some time out for you until you can calm down. Like it's okay to allow children to express and to process their emotions because then they'll learn that eventually it'll go it'll pass you know emotions are energy in motion and you have to let it flow and you can be with your emotions you can feel it however know that eventually it'll turn into something else don't resist it and i think a lot of illnesses and things come from resisting their emotions or suppressing your emotions you're suppressing your anger you're suppressing your sadness you're suppressing your anxiety you're suppressing all these other feelings and then it's turning into sickness because the body doesn't know what to do with it so you have to allow it to flow you have to process it you have to lean into it but then realize that it will transform into something different as long as you don't hold on to it so teaching kids from a very young age to that they can express their emotions that they are allowed that that is a part of being a healthy and empowered person is to be able to one acknowledge what you are feeling two to sit with it and three to let it go to let it flow through you so let me just go back and revisit the steps of raising an empowered child My focus is on girls. Like I said, this is applicable to boys and girls. Number one, speak affirming words to your child. Be very aware of the words that come out of your mouth. Words are like honey for the soul. Number two, listen to her. Listen to your child. Allow your child to to speak and to engage with you and to And also it helps create that relationship, you know, when you're able to listen, then they want to tell you more. And I feel like as your child gets older, that'll definitely come in handy. And number three, apologize when appropriate, because as beings, as human beings, as flawed beings, we all fall short and no one is always right. And if you believe that you're always right, then that is a major ego problem that needs to be addressed. So realize that we all fall short and that it doesn't matter if you're 60, 30, 10, or three, we all fall short. We all make mistakes and it's always okay to apologize to whoever, no matter how old they are, no matter how young they are. And lastly, give your child space to process their emotions in a healthy way. This will not only allow them to understand that emotions are normal, But as they get older, they will know how to view their emotions as a way to find out what they need in any given moment. You know, if they're angry, they may know that taking a walk helps them to calm down because that's something they've been doing for a while. Or when they get older, when they may feel a little frustrated or anxious, they know that maybe doing some yoga really helps to calm them down. So it's not just for allowing them to have a healthy childhood and coming into their teenage life, but just as an adult, as an empowered woman, they will know how to navigate the territory of their emotions. Emotionally healthy and empowered women. So I really hope that this episode was useful and helpful to you in some way and that you can share these nuggets with other friends that may have children and that you can take these nuggets and tidbits back to your home and to your family 
I hope you have a wonderful day and until next time.